as the myth turns. Because mythology is the greatest soap opera of all time. With your cultural interns, Eris and Z. Interns because we're not professionals. And we're not getting paid. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of As the Myth Turns. I'm Z, and unfortunately, again, I'm co-hostless tonight. Hopefully, this virus will get kicked in the ass soon, and we can go back to our regularly scheduled events. In the meantime, I guess I'm gonna do this alone. Ah. Um, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I have separation anxiety really bad. Uh, and I miss my friends. I'm sure you guys understand. I'm sure you feel the same. In any event, today I'm going to talk about vampires. We've already done an episode on vampires, but this one particularly is going to be non-European vampires. So I found a lot that were African and South American, and I'm really excited to share those with you today. Uh, I think you'll you'll like them. They're pretty they're pretty nifty. Oddly enough, whenever we did the European vampire lore. Um, original European vampire lore was more zombie-like, like Like it wasn't like the traditional vampires that we think of, but a lot of these are, like in the the way that they're seductive and and they drink blood and stuff, and originally what were vampires in Europe were like soul-sucking kind of things. So anyways, here we go! That was weird. I'm sorry. I don't know why I did that. (laughs) Okay, anyways. Um, first on the list... Is as in Bosom or Sesabosnosum? Okay, that was bad. That was really bad. I butchered that. I'm sorry. Um, it's from the Akan Aiken? Akan? A-K-A-N people of Southern Ghana, Togo, and Jamaica. Jamaica. I spelled that Jamaica in my notes. That's embarrassing. I, I don't know why I needed to say it out loud. You guys never would have known. But uh, anyways, um... <laughs> So they are creatures with iron teeth, pink skin, long red hair, and iron hooks for feet. Uh, they've got bloodshot eyes, really long legs, and their their feet, like I just said, they're iron hooks, but they're quoted as being pointing both ways. So I really imagine them like the fishing hooks from SpongeBob in that one episode where they're like eating the cheese off of the end of it. I'm sure some of you understand what I'm talking about. I hope most of you do. I feel like that was, that was a pretty popular episode because it was so freaking weird. Anyways, that's what I imagine their feet look like. Um, but they atta- they live in trees and they attack from above and and um, they prey on just about anybody. And uh, I found one thing that said that they use their feet to like hook people. And like way back when they used to like have a long shepherd's crook to like hook people off of the stage. So I'm kind of imagining that too. I don't know. This one was a pretty interesting one. Pretty pretty short um, in. And sweet and to the point, just really weird looking. And I think, too, okay, I'm totally going to interrupt myself. Um, so pink skin and long red hair makes me think Vikings. And Ghana is on the, if I'm not mistaken, I don't know, geology, ge- nope, um, geography. Almost said geometry. That was, that was bad, too. Okay, so geography. <laughs> geography. If I'm not mistaken, Ghana is on... The west coast of Africa? So conceivably, theoretically, the Vikings could have come and they had red hair. So maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that's where that comes from. Because it got pink skin. You know what I mean? Okay, I don't know what I mean. Anyways, we're going to move on. (laughs) So then there's the Adzi, which is also Togo and Ghana. And they become fireflies kind of in the way that we think vampires of vampires becoming bats. So they become fireflies. 
Um, but as soon as you catch them, they'll turn into a human. And they can possess humans. So they they suck blood from humans when they sleep. They fly in in firefly form, in almost like mosquitoes, into a house through an open window, an open door, or a crack, or something like that. And they get in. And um, they're also known as, like, witches, which was something that we really saw popular and common with the European vampires, was that they were known as witches. So anyways, the Adzi, their victims would fall sick and die. So it, was, it wasn't, like, a short process. It was a long, slow, drawn-out thing. Um, and whenever they possessed somebody, it, it didn't affect the person that they possessed so much as the, the family and the friends around them really commonly... They would possess sisters who were envious of their brother's children um, or uh, poor people who were envious of the rich people or um, an, a way that you could tell there was a vampire or an adzi around was if um, all the young people started dying, but the old people lived. So that was, that was some some pretty cool, pretty cool ideas there is that that this adzi is is envy motivated. Anyways, then we're going to move out of Africa which was only two. I'm really bummed that I only found two. I'm sure there are a bunch more, but those were the two that I found and they are pretty freaking cool if I do say so myself. (sighs) I'm talking super fast and I apologize. I'm really excited about this because this is, we haven't done monsters in a while. Like we've done other things like legends and stuff, but we haven't done monsters. So I'm super excited. So, so I'm sure I'm talking like super fast, (laughs) but uh, I apologize and I will attempt to slow down. I'm taking a public speaking class. That was not slow. Um, (laughs) I am taking a public speaking class in college and I'm learning that pacing is very important. See now, like, I don't know if it's the ADD or if I'm actually being slow, but now I feel like, okay, anyways, this is why I need it. I stay on track. Stay on track. This is why I need a co-host. Um, (laughs) So then we have in South African tribes of Pundu, Zulu, and the Josha. So, Zosha? Zosha? Josha, maybe. Um, there's the Impendulu, which um, translates to lightning bird. It's a bird the size of a person, and uh, they can summon thunder with their wings and talons. Uh, they have an insatiable thirst for blood. And they can turn into a beautiful young man to seduce women, which I super love the idea of because so frequently we see um, creatures that turn into women to seduce the men and, oh, they lead the men astray and men wouldn't be like that if they weren't led astray. You know what I mean? But I really like this idea because it's this handsome young man in the wo- in the jungle, like Tarzan. Oh, my God, it's Tarzan. <gasps> oh. I really like this idea. Like I like I like I am really thinking about writing a short story. I'm digging this. Oh no, would that be appropriation if I wrote it though? I'm gonna have to do some research because I don't want to do that if it's appropriation. You know what I mean? Like, sure, I did some research, but I didn't do all the research, and it's not my lore. You know what I mean? You guys know what I mean? I'm sure you know what I mean. Anyways, what's what's your idea? I don't know. What's your opinion? Maybe I don't know. Maybe I'll just run with the idea that a male seduces a female. I mean, it's not unheard of, obviously. Have you guys seen Jason Momoa? I mean, or Lenny Kravitz? Uh, yes. Thank you. Um, I feel like I just really exposed myself there. Um, in any event, <laughs> so the Impendulu, um, they're familiars of witches or witch doctors. They're immortal and they get passed down in the witch's family, which is super cool, I think. And the only way to destroy them is with fire. 
so you can like try all these different things and nothing's going to work because it's immortal short of setting it on fire. There's also a bird and I can't remember the name of it and I should have written it down. I do this every time where I see something and I'm like, oh, I'm going to remember that. And I don't remember that. Um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, but there's this this bird that the Impendulu is thought to be based on. And it looks kind of like an American Roadrunner. Um, not like not like the Acme Roadrunner. That doesn't that's not it doesn't look anything like the real Roadrunner. But anyways, it was pretty cool. You guys should look it up. I really liked the Impendulu, obviously. So then I guess we're gonna go on to the Ramanga. Ramanga, maybe? Manga manga. See, that's that's a whole other kind of discourse of whether it's pronounced manga or manga. And this one is Ramanga or Ramanga, maybe? Anyways, it's from the Betsilia Betsila. Mm. Oh, it's back in Africa. Cool beans. So I see I was thinking that I had found more, but then I only read two. And okay, anyways. So this is from Madagascar. It's the Betsilio tribe, I think. B-E-T-S-I-L-E-O. I don't know why I always spell this out for you guys, because then whenever I listen back to the episodes, I'm like, well, I don't I don't know. I don't know. That didn't make sense even to me, and I know what, how to spell it. Anyways, I'm sorry. Maybe it makes sense to you guys. Maybe it just doesn't make sense to me because I <laughs> am in need of assistance in a lot of areas. <laughs> I feel like that's the nicest way to put that um, I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay, anyways. So the Romanga is a person who does disgusting, quote, disgusting deeds for the chief. And I believe that this idea comes from the fact that they eat nail clippings. Uh, they also drink blood of, of only high tribe members, but they eat nail clippings, which I think is like the disgusting deed that they're talking about. Like, just... Nom, 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 nom. Mmm, crunchy. <laughs> um, anyways, they're outlaws. They're... Okay, moving on. Um, <laughs> Actually, I think it might be time to go to commercial break. I think I'm a little early, but I don't have a whole lot of stuff written down because I'm going to school right now and it's super overwhelming. I like it. I like it a lot, but it's a lot. You know? Anyways. My American federal government class is, is is blowing me out of the water. I'm an idiot in that class. And I, like, I'm probably the oldest person because I'm like 26. And so everybody else is like 18 coming into this class. And they're like, oh, I just took this class in, in high school. And oh, this is such a review. And I'm like, the, 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 they can do what? 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 Uh, anyways, I don't know. I'm sorry that I just like breathed heavily into y'all's ears. Um, commercial break. Hey guys, thanks for sticking around to the commercial break. Uh, This is where we get the opportunity to thank people um, like you guys, the listeners, for listening, for enjoying, or at least um, pretending to enjoy our show uh, and the random ramblings. This year has been so strange. Uh, and unfortunately we haven't been able to put out our regular content the way that we're used to and the way that we, uh, know that you guys are used to, but we thank you so, 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 so much for sticking around and being with us. Um, we also want to thank Pack Mule Photography, which is based out of Quita, Oklahoma. Uh, they do personnel and family shots and senior pictures, which, you know, again, this year has been so weird. So whatever your needs are, they've got you. Uh, we also want to thank Mac Boyle, who is our producer. He's super amazing. He's um, got great facial hair. I'm sure you guys are familiar. 
Uh, and he's, he's just a pretty spectacular guy all around. And if you guys enjoy or kind of enjoy or wish you could hear more of Mac, who, um, has guest starred on a few of our episodes, then pop over and listen to our, the Holodeck is Broken podcast, which is a Star Trek watch slash rewatch podcast where Mac, Laura, Eris, and I, uh, rewatch all of the Star, our, oh, that was embarrassing, Star Trek on the Star Trek episodes and review them for you guys. I have never seen them. Everybody else has seen some of them or all of them. And we're literally going to go through every single episode. I mean, every single episode. We have this thing planned out for like the next eight years. So I hope you guys like us um, because we're going to put out a lot of content and uh, hopefully you enjoy it. So random fact of the day. Have you guys ever wondered why stop signs are shaped like that? They are, well, at least in America, they're octagons, and they're red, and they say stop on it in really big letters. So the reason behind that is, is super simply, just because there weren't other signs that looked like that. Like, we had the triangle yield signs, we had circle signs, we had square signs, rectangle signs, um, but just because it was easier to spot from behind that uh, they were an octagon is why it was chosen for the shape of the stop sign so that people in oncoming traffic could see, like, oh... That person has to stop, which, I mean, I guess isn't much of a fact. It's probably pretty self-explanatory, but I didn't know it beforehand, so that's what we're going with. Anyways, thanks so much for listening, and back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay, so then we're going to move into the Caribbean. The Caribbean. Okay, so how do you guys say it? Because I say Pirates of the Caribbean, but then I say the Caribbean any other time. But it's only Pirates of the Caribbean, and I don't know why. I don't know if maybe it's because I was a kid when I watched those movies, and so that's, like, why I associated with that. But anyways, so there's the Sucriant, or Sucriant? Sucriant, maybe? Maybe it's a a little French, Sucriant? Anyways. Um, She's a reclusive old woman, or or a fireball. She She could be either one. So she sucks blood at, at night and um, she leaves small little bruises in her wake. So if you've ever woken up and you've had like a little, one of those little bruises where you're like, huh, I don't know where I got that from. Probably you're being preyed upon by um, a Caribbean vampire. So listen closely and I'll tell you how to get rid of her. You don't have to listen that closely. I- I'll tell you and it won't be a secret. Anyways, so this reclusive old woman, she'll like tear her skin and just slob it off. And, like, keep it in a mortar, like a little storage place um, for later. And then she'll, like, put it back on, which is, like, super gross. <laughs> um, anyway, so she practices black magic by trading human blood uh, or for, for evil powers from Basil, Basil, who lives in a silk cotton tree. So if you're looking for Basil, have you guys ever seen uh, The Great Mouse Detective? It was, I'm pretty sure it's Disney. And uh, it was basically Sherlock Holmes, but with mice from, like, the 90s. And um, the the Sherlock character's name was Basil. And, like, I don't know. Why is it Basil for the the plant, but it's Basil for the name? You know what I mean? Anyways. Reminds me. Okay, no. I gotta get back on track. Okay, no. Um, anyways, so she, she trades human blood for, for these evil powers from Basil. Um, and a way that you can catch her is if you leave a heap of rice either around your house or around the village at crossroads. And she has to bend, kind of like a fairy, she has to bend and pick up each single one piece by piece. Um, and then you can catch her that way. And to destroy her, you have to place coarse salt in the place where she stores her skin. 
So, I mean, either you live with the small bruises or you find her slobbed off skin and put some coarse salt on it, you know? Like, you get from Olive Garden just those, like, that crunchy thing, you know, and you, you spin it. You guys know what I mean? I hope you know what I mean. I, I don't I don't know what I mean, so one of us has got to figure it out. Uh, <laughs> anyways, so um, another one that we have is the patasola, which is South American. It means one foot. Um, she's this seductive female. Again, we're seeing that beautiful female lures away the males and they wouldn't stray if it wasn't for this beautiful female. Anyways, anyways, I, it's a pet peeve of mine and, and I will say something. I'm a, I'm a, okay. Sexism is not cool. I'm just saying. I feel like I shouldn't have to say it, but you know, you never know. Sometimes it's required. Anyways. Okay. So listen, this one, <laughs> this one time at work, we were talking about like everybody's weird tics that they have. Cause everybody has like their catchphrase and they don't realize it's their catchphrase. And we have somebody at work who's, whose catchphrase is so anyways. Uh, and they, like she says it all the time and it's really, it's really fun and quirky and cute. Um, and I was thinking that mine is in any event, cause that's like my thing. But then this other girl that we work with said that my, my thing, my, I don't have like a catchphrase, but my thing is the weird voices that I do. And you know what? I'm going to be honest. I don't really realize where I was going with this. Um, so <laughs> I swear I'm not drunk. This is just, this is ADDZ, all the letters. Um, this is what happens when Z doesn't have a co-host to keep them in line. I'm like a child. Um, anyways, you know what? No, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk myself up. I'm not a, like a child. I have childlike wonder. Here, how's that for motivational? Anyways. Okay, so the Patasola, she's seductive. Um, she, so she, okay, she's either a seductive female or she looks like an, a loved one. And she lures men into the jungle, which just sounds creepy as shit, like goals. You know what I mean? Um... Where she reveals her true nature. And she has one bovine leg, which I'm like, like a cow leg, I guess. Uh, and one boob. <laughs> so, you know, she's she's a full person. She's got one leg and one boob. Um, not like, the boob isn't in place of the leg, I don't think. I think, I think. I think it's on her chest like most boobs are. Like all boobs are? No, like most boobs. Because some boobs are so saggy, they're not quite on the chest. Any, anyways, um... And she's got bulging eyes and cat-like fangs, which sounds super cute. I don't know why this is supposed to be disgusting and scary, but that sounds super cute. Uh, a hooked nose and big lips. And she hungers for flesh and and especially blood. I don't, I don't know why I had to do that with a voice, but I did. Uh, you're welcome. Um, anyways, so sometimes she's also um, a large black dog or a cow, which I guess is where the bovine leg thing comes in. So the story behind it is either, so there's like three different possible stories. So either she was a mother who killed her own son and was banished, or she was this cruel, cruel woman um, who the village mutilated and threw her leg in the fire, or she was an unfaithful wife who cheated with her husband's employer and he killed them both. And that's how she came back. So that's a pretty cool one. It's kind of like a mix of um, vampire and uh, fae and uh, succubus and lady in white. You know, like she's just a little mix mash, little fruit salad, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> okay. All right. And then we're going to go to our last one and I'll let you guys go. 
Um, I'll miss you when you're gone, but I understand that we have to part ways for a short time. You know, distance makes the heart grow fonder or sweeter or tastier or something like that. So then from the Mapuche, that sounds bad, Mapuche. Okay, so I'm thinking like Machu Picchu. So like maybe like smush that together. Like those would be the sounds. So Mapuche, Mapuche? I feel really bad saying this. I feel like I'm... Okay, anyways, they're from Chile. And the name of it is Puchin, P-E-U-C-H-E-N. And it's a giant flying snake, which produces whistling sounds. And its gaze paralyzes people. So it's kind of kind of like a basilisk, I guess. And they suck blood from people, sometimes from sheep, but especially from people. And uh, the only way to eliminate it, to kill it, is with a machi medicine woman. So, you know, there's women coming in for the win. Women for the win! Woo! That was really, like, Christmas tree-like on the on the computer. Anyways, so thanks so much, guys, for listening. I know I stumbled through this, and I'm so thankful that you guys stuck around to listen to me ramble and fuck around. I gotta go take my dog out. She's gotta pee. She's gotta tinkle. And, uh, I hope that you guys have a good day and I miss you. I don't know. You know, you know, whenever, like, <laughs> you know, when you're hanging out with a friend and you're like, oh, I guess I gotta go, but I really don't want to go. So then you keep finding, finding reasons to stick around. Like, I'm kind of low-key doing that. Like, I miss you guys. I feel like, I feel really lonely in this quarantine. Like, I'm working. Like, I work in a hospital, so I'm an essential employee. It's not like I don't get to be around people, but I just miss, I just miss my people. You, you people. <sighs> I guess I'll see you guys later. Bye. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to like, 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 like. And subscribe to As The Myth Turns on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And email us at asthemythturns at gmail.com. Transcripts for this episode can be found at our WordPress site, asthemythturns.wordpress.com. Our theme song is called Fretless by Kevin McLeod. You can find this song and all his others at incompetent.com.